Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no Spice Girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. Just being me. Amy Winehouse, Back to Black, directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R, under 17, not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey, listeners. Okay. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to our big podcast. Welcome to our biggest podcast yet. It's the podcast event of the season. In terms of podcasts, this is the big one. You've heard of a small podcast. Well, we took that concept and flipped it on its head and we brought said, you the biggest what? podcast we could. What if something small could be big? This is the premise of today's podcast. It's like when they make an SNL sketch into a movie, and you're like, a MacGruber movie? I mean, can they pull it off? But then you watch it, and you're like, honestly, pretty good. Well, it depends on whose perspective you're coming from, because I feel like a lot of critics, their perspective was, no, they failed. The MacGruber movie has failed us. And audiences, on the other hand, they went to see it, and they said, this is exactly what we want. Oh my god, there he goes with his populism again. <laughs> you know, it's so interesting the people know what they want. Our our you know, and and I'm here representing the elites. And I actually would argue that the people don't know what they want. <laughs> You know, George, I think that is so rich coming from you. I Yeah, it is. Rich as in wealthy. <laughs> Oh, well, so George, um, this is our second ep in Quar. Yeah. Um, First one, huge success. Absolute monster truck race of an ep. This <laughs> yeah, <ep>. no, 100%. <laughs> Absolutely killed. It crushed our tech. It was, was a awful. crossover. It, it really was the episode where we crossed over 
um, in terms of also recording in quarantine. Yes. Uh, it, it felt so current, so topical. You know, it's really just a, a lot of critics are calling that episode a snapshot of our time. Yeah, but also timeless. And classic. Kind of old Hollywood, I heard. Yeah, but also futuristic. Yeah. And yet, it's now. It's, but... <laughs> well, it's kind of like, what if Ryan Murphy's Hollywood was good? Yeah. And that you're taking all the kind of most uh, easy to understand politics and ideologies of our current moment, putting them through the mind of someone who... Um, does not have any perspective on the world and then projecting them onto a past era and then making a show that is ta- that that is uh, uh decontextualized from any kind of uh, uh you know era or politic or um or like uh, cultural milieu and that is what we are creating as well except we are doing it well do you have anything to say um, about that? To be, com- com- I, com- to be completely honest, you were cutting in and out throughout that. For me, no. at least, I don't know. I don't know if that will be the case for our listeners at home. I don't really understand the tech of recording. That being said, for me personally, and that's the only experience I can speak from, you were cutting in and out throughout that explanation. So well, I think that will be kind of fun for the listeners at home to sort of unpack and um, try to make sense of. I bet you that I actually am not cutting in and out in the recording and people are, <laughs> are listening to me and are like, oh my God, this is literally the most incredible and intelligent thing I've ever heard. <laughs> and then after I'm done, they're like waiting for you to agree or disagree or maybe like start a conversation. And then it just kind of screeches to a halt. You know, podcasts are all about trying to start a conversation. I, you know, the way you said that sounded like punk casts, and I do think that's kind of what we're doing. <laughs> yes, we are kindness punks, and we are here to stay. Okay, there it is. First <laughs> chromatica mention of the app. <laughs> wow. Um, should should we just like literally start? Yeah, I think this is so juicy of a time for us. That it's going to be, we should just start. Well, here's the thing. We were not going to record today. I mean, we woke up and said, you know, we have uh, 17 more episodes that we have recorded, all with A-list celebrities that we were going to release uh, daily over the next couple of weeks. Yeah. But But then something happened that really kind of changed our outlook. And that thing was rain on me. Yeah, and what is that? It's a song mm. by Lady Gaga featuring Ariana Grande. Well, it's in fact also a visual song in that it is <laughs> it has a music video. And that's so cool. It's so dare I say multimedia. I think whenever anyone releases a music video, that's synesthesia. Whoa, I never thought about it like that, but it's so true yeah. because you can see the sound actually. Like a music video that is an app, like it's insane to combine. It's like saying, oh, yeah, this is just a movie candle. You know, I have a hot take. You know, when people say they have synesthesia? Yeah. I think they're lying. Oh, 100%. It doesn't exist. <laughs> Other than everyone has it when they are watching a music video. Exactly. Yeah. We all have it sometimes. So when we all have it, it's like, okay, well, then no one has it. It's kind of like when people are like, all art is political. And it's like, all right, well, Sure. Yeah, right. If like and, every, if and you're not saying anything. 
Yeah, if everyone's queer, then like no one's queer anymore. It's just normal. Right, exactly. Um, yeah, well, that, it's exactly like that. I mean, <laughs> if all art is political and everyone is queer, then who gets to have synesthesia? Yeah, then why move to Brooklyn, New York in the first place? Damn. Oh, um, let's bring in our guest. Oh, okay, cool. You're mad. You're mad. Tell no, me. I mean, I'm not mad. I'm pissed. <laughs> Um, okay, our guest is queer, has synesthesia, <laughs> and just it opened a big business. A big business, political, okay. and and she's a political artist, and also was heavily involved in the behind the scenes process of not the chromatic of not the uh, rain on me video, but the rain on me. Um, response was fully orchestrated by her behind the scenes <laughs> yeah that is so true um please welcome to um the podcast that we call Stradio lab uh amy zimmer Rain on me. hello the cross to bear i have going forward now from that intro <laughs> we'll stay with me amy you much like russia and our election you <laughs> completely orchestrated the entire response of this uh both song and video i mean i don't want to you know you are obviously the leader of a large team it wasn't all you um but first of all congrats on being a badass business bitch girl boss woman in stem in charge thank you so much i mean that's the first time someone's ever put it that way and when i hear that's surprising to me but okay yeah to me it's like a given with you you know (laughs) <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. And it's nice to hear that language all together at once. Um, uh, I mean, so yeah. be honest. How do you feel being back on Stradio Lab? Well, um, well, certainly multitude of feelings coming back. I don't know if the listeners know. You really sprung that... I mean, basically what you're referencing, and I guess we'll go ahead and say it, is that our second ever episode that we recorded was with Amy. And then, in fact, it was so um, offensive and deeply, (laughs) deeply problematic that we decided that we weren't going to release it. And this was recorded many months. I mean, this was kind of during a first iteration of the podcast that was going to be for Joe Rogan's podcast network. And then we decided to... That's no, not wrong. No. That's I mean, wrong. I wish, listen, I wish we could go back to, we were making a lot more money back then. Yeah. Um, but we fully, fully pivoted to kind of this, like, um, this, I would say kind of our aesthetic right now is we say just enough things that are fully, um, uh, that, that sound provocative in kind of an empty way where people think that no matter what they, what they believe, they think they agree with us. I actually kind of agree with you. I feel like, what do we say? And but there it nothing. is. And there it is. <laughs> exactly. See, what I just said, my description of what we do also made no sense. And yet, both and yet, of you were like, okay, I feel seen for the first time. I'm on board. Yeah. 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 So we had you on one of the, the lost episodes. Um, I guess I would love for you to tell the listeners and maybe us just so we can sort of know where we're at, um, how you felt then, how you feel now. Um, can you trust us? Do you think we're going to, you know, go ahead and delete this episode as soon as we finish recording? Like, well, I would l- love to know what's going on in your head right now. 
Well, I mean, God knows. I feel like I, you know, once we hit play, I entered into like kind of a shock jock realm. I wasn't <laughs> anticipating in, in the pod. Um, and, and a type of intensity that was not in the first one. Or or maybe maybe it was, and I didn't know. But um, I feel... I mean, I also feel sort of grateful that that episode was lost because it feels like almost every moment of my life has led up to this <laughs> podcast in a way. Um, sort of everything that I've been through has led me to this day, which is the release of Rain on Me. Yeah. I'm talking about it with headphones in. <laughs> that is so true. I mean... I can't help but feel that literally everything in my life has led me to hearing rain on me today. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if I was shot dead tomorrow because right. I'm complete. Right. Well, and not George? to mention George. George? <laughs> right. George? George, do you, uh, okay, you hate you it. You no, no, I mean, I, I, I don't, here's, I, I haven't fully, um, I that think the video. Lo- Go ahead. Yeah, we'll actually talk. We will actually talk about. Okay, it. you're both crying. <laughs> <laughs> George, you're putting words in my mouth. I I think that the the this Gaga era and Chromatica. There's almost something where um, it's like she is she gives up halfway through having an idea, but then makes the act of giving up halfway through into an event. Thank you. Does that make sense? <laughs> Absolute sense. Like it's like poetic sense. It is literally like what if having half of a concept was better than having a full concept? It was I, radical. Yeah, I definitely think it's a less is more as a as a goal. It's saying yeah. let's strip away, let's let's not have so much like yeah. let's not even think that through like who cares about that like yeah we don't want to like, go too deep we like hit a pipe you know what i mean yeah like, like it's dangerous to go there let's oh we're it. far from the pipes now <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like and there's almost a refusal to even um enter into any kind of like pre-existing framework like is the glass half full is the glass half empty what if we empty it out completely put it on our ear hear the sound of the ocean <laughs> yeah, and that's that's deep in itself. Yeah, that's actually the uh, national anthem of Chromatica is me saying that in that monotone voice. <laughs> <laughs> but Amy, give give us so obviously you know take your kind of publicist hat off. You no longer work sure. for Lady Gaga. Give us your unfiltered. I mean, this is like Howard Stern level. Give us your unfiltered take on on the on the video and the song. Okay, well. One big takeaway I had after listening to it was that I showered to it. That was something I just kept repeating to myself <laughs> as, as a detail of the song and my emotional reaction to it. Was now, that did I you to shower it. to it the first time you heard it? You that pressed play question, and you were yeah. like, I have to immediately get naked and plunge into a scalding hot bath. Or did you listen to it first and then you were like, this is a shower song? Uh, I listened to it first, and then I said, this is a shower song, and I had to shower, so. Mm. And um, I have, my my roommate has, like, is a lighting designer and has all this cool lighting stuff, so I had, like, a blue LED in there as well. 
which kind okay, of set so me you up. were literally you had rain falling down on you with a blue yeah. LED light. You basically decided to recreate the entire music video. <laughs> That's how it's recreate even. It was before the music video it, was. It out. was a procreation, yeah. <laughs> Okay, now that's insane. <laughs> it's, yeah. a, it's crazy that you could have predicted that the imagery would have been um, water and being wet and even potentially rain. Yeah, not many saw that coming, but I had <laughs> I had the foresight to put two and two together, and I thought this the shower might be involved, water might be involved in this kind of visual. And um, uh, like it was, looks like a yeah. She worked. With, she worked with this um, dramaturg that's really uh, popular, who also helped Katy Perry imagine the Bon Appetit video as her uh, becoming that food. she's food. Yeah, and yeah. she also helped the, the Katy Perry um, Swish Swish video. Um, what if it's all about basketball? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, as in it's, the net. And as in the net. <laughs> right. The nuances of these metaphors, I mean, in the hands of someone less talented, I mean, it could be Katy Perry like skiing down a slope. Yeah. That would right. not have and the same like, thing. What is this? What's the, I, I thought the song was about making it in the hoop, you know? Right. So you're listening to it in the shower. Tell me your emotions. Are you, are you thinking, I'm loving this? Are you thinking, I'm disappointed? Are you thinking, I'm perfectly neutral? Well, Walk me through that. Well, I think there's two, um, I think there's two separate reactions because I think the first one is, um, the reaction coming from a place of wanting, uh, wanting to love Lady Gaga and that is its own burden yes. and, and that, is, that is its own emotional work a in fool's itself. Errand. It's just, it's just something you don't choose. Um, it's something that's a part of you. And, um, so there was that, and there was also just like a separate, there was also the elation of just that she's in the right direction after 20 years, you know? Um, yeah, yeah. So I, I won't claim that it's the greatest song that's ever happened, but I will say it was a correct song. It's a correct song. And, um, it, you know, and, and it, it was uplifting. I was happy about it the night it came out. And then today I kind of, you know, went the other route, which was like, I'm in a bit of a mood let's see how I he hear it in a bit of a mood. And because it's, you know, got such wonderful contrasting lyrics with the sound, I, um, you know, felt lifted up again from the incredible chorus. What I'm do you think? I, oh, a hundred percent is raining down on me. as yeah. we speak. So And that powerful. was the part where I related, you know? Yeah. For me, the biggest game-changing moment was when she danced with a knife inside. Me of her too. Life. I mean, I think the first half of the video is fun and rewarding. But again, I am absolutely biased as somebody who just wants her well. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like I know we're not getting back what we wanted in certain in dynamism and like intensity, but it's like. She's in the right outfit. She's got little piercings on. Like she's not, I, at least against a green screen. It's like, thank God, you know. I don't know. <laughs> That's a bit how I feel about it. And I thought, and like I really think they're they're, they're really you know giving it their all with the aesthetics here. What do you, I want to know more about how you feel about the aesthetics because it is, yeah. of course, intentionally. Uh, Confu it is an intentionally confusing aesthetic. Well, it is partially like art handler chic yeah. in a weird, in a really in 
intense way where like where I think it's really on the nose and spot on like the merch and everything. The merch is the, good. The merch is good. And yet why was stupid love that way when you watch the video? Um, <laughs> I just felt like this is a superior video, but I also, yeah, it's the type of confusion that only a superstar can bring. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's the, the you know, you think with the stupid love video and the kindness punk narrative, there's a sense I mean, in which. I mean, genius in a way. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I think we can all agree. Might work. <laughs> but I think yeah. it's like. You want it to be either apocalyptic or post-apocalyptic or pre-apocalyptic, but it's actually all three at the same it's time. It's just apocalyptic. Yeah. And mm. it's also just um, vague. It's like just like vague, hip. Like what if it's like, I don't know, neon mesh. And it's just like, sure, like that's allowed. But you're Lady Gaga. Shouldn't you be thinking like a little bit higher? And she's like, nah, like no. this works. No. And it's like, yeah, definitely respect. Like, that's kind of smart to be like, this is the less is more concept again, where it's like, yeah, you could absolutely think of something else, but why? Like, you don't want to hit those pipes that are in the ground, because then the ground's going to (laughs) flood. I had to level with myself and realize, like, I just need some fun right now. (laughs) And I... (laughs) i'm I'm raising my hand to just say um i want to say this and not to mention (laughs) that (laughs) i just need to tune out my critical thinking it's already eroding away in these conditions i need to hear a sound i've heard before and hear someone talk about you know their trauma as a famous person a little bit yeah, it's like the world is literally crumbling. Can I just enjoy a fun fucking song? Like, and that's another interesting part. I mean, like we're <laughs> recording this today. It came out at midnight. And I think because the way we're living, it's already exhausted itself of its joy on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> People are absolutely done with it at this point, I think. I mean, it's going to like chart and do really well. But I think like the it's like the serotonin has been zapped of it already because we're immediately uh killing things this on on any impulse we can okay going off alarm that's okay, literally sorry, <laughs> don't you feel that's what's going on i mean it's been but a- don't you think that the song um preemptively addresses that very dynamic yes and i think that's why it's going to be a hit because it is like i know you're sad i know you're sad me too i was sad before because you know well, plenty of things, <laughs> you know. That's mm, a great point. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm saying that's Gaga's. That's Gaga saying, you know, I, I was like figuring out my family trauma, and you all hated it, and now I'm back, and I'm sad because of my yeah. dad. I don't know. I listened to an interview. Oh yeah, but I, I actually don't know. Too, and I was yeah. like, wait, what? Yeah, I, it's a lot of I, wait, what, and it is a joyous wait, what. Yes, it mostly it feels like she has intention again, and in in a way that I'm like, sure, 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 whatever works for you, it's working for me. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I like again, it's that feeling of like just this. It's a little bit, you know, the term breadcrumbing. Um, no, but I can kind of guess what it means. Yeah, it's sort of like when (laughs) when you go so long, when you go so long without without bread you know the slightest little bit of crust really satiates oh so it's like edging sure 
Like, I do feel, I feel that Gaga well, has... I don't think it, yeah. I, I, actually I don't, don't think it has this build like up edging. as edging. Because is okay. it that... You guys are mad at, you're, you're being sex negative at me, it's edging. Don't you think, though, that with <laughs> edging, it would be like bread. not eating bread for a while, but then you have like... Yeah, that's edging. Bread you have edging. like a lot of bread. But it's also yeah, like you would bread. have like a release of some sort. The bread crumbing is that you never get the big bread; you get these little morsels. I get like so it's definitely like edging. edging. Like bread it's edging, edging. No, edging, <laughs> edging builds up to something. The bread crumbing builds up to nothing. So That's bread crumbing never you never get the Sam, sweet get release. Help. You, you, you never get the sweet release of a gorgeous sourdough loaf. Yeah, no, you get <laughs> this, is, this is absolutely edging, like. Okay, because it's like so bread edging. <laughs> bread edging would be like you take little bunches of bread and you like put them in your mouth and then you like take them out again, you know. And then it's like no, that is an eating disorder. <laughs> you eat in this scenario. Bread <laughs> It's like okay, a I'm duck. sorry. Are you saying that? Okay, so now you're saying it's healthy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm saying I mean, you're saying a also duck. is an eating disorder, just a very different one. <laughs> I mean, not if you're a duck. <laughs> you feed a duck. Okay, I did not realize that when we built this world, I had the subjectivity of a duck. You think I built like, it? Not if you're a duck. <laughs> you, That's you think Amy's catchphrase is, really? Not if you're a duck. <laughs> and it's toward, I've toured the country on that. Yeah. <laughs> I've oh built a world. God. I've built a family off that. Yeah. <laughs> that is so... Um, funny to me. <laughs> that is your Real Housewives um, catchphrase in the beginning. Dun, dun, yeah. dun, dun. Not if you're a duck. <laughs> I'm just like drunk introducing the phrase breadcrumbing to, to the housewives and they're like she, this bitch is foreclosing like she's making up crazy shit about me. And it's like, you explaining breadcrumbing. No one gets it. It lasts like 40 minutes and then at the end someone's like that doesn't even make sense and you're like it does if you're a duck. <laughs> That's actually exactly how I'd be on that show. I, I don't think I'd have the tenacity in any other way to be on that show outside of true, like a true chaotic, not if you're a duck. <laughs> Drunk. I think you, God, who, I bet you one of someone we know at some point will um, successfully be on a Bravo reality show. Is yeah. it, um, is that a, is that successful? Here's what I was. Uh, who was I talking about? The, I think I was talking with um, with um, is that a, good? A friend of mine. Yeah. Well, I mean, the word "successfully" get on a Bravo reality show is like, I guess, or will they be like condemned to real to a Bravo reality show? But here's the well, thing. You Don't know. you think? I mean, I mean, famous last words. Everyone thinks they're going to be the one reality star that has the narrative and control, you know, in their own the hands. Party but B. like, right, right. But if right. you if you do successfully do that, that's the best thing you can do. Yeah. I mean, imagine if you were like to get successful off of a very short-lived gay reality show um, about Chromatica, and then, and then you were like, "All right, cool. Now I have my fans, and now I'm going to just start touring and doing alt stand-up comedy." I don't know. Alt. alt. Oh okay. well, I'm going to do very old stand-up comedy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's a thing of the past, George. <laughs> I mean, it really is, actually. Yeah. Um, wait. I want to bring it back. Wait, what? I wanted to say something, and now I fully forget what it we was. We literally lost about? where we were. On Rain On Me? 
Rain on me, chromatica. Bread edging. Bread edging. <laughs> Bread edging. How did we get there? Because that's what it's like to sort of love, uh, to to wish pop well in the form of Lady Gaga is breadcrumbing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. As in, we went through many cycles of not getting what we yes. wanted. Okay. Yes. 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 And yes. now we're getting a little taste of what we need, and it's like every. It feels like. Yes. Um, Okay, I remember what I wanted to say. (laughs) I feel like it's so breadcrumbing; it feels like edging. If that makes any sense, it's absolutely edging. I feel like I had (laughs) full. Sam is fully ignoring the entire (laughs) argument, and is like, "Yeah, it's edging." Anyway, so. No, here I I feel like I had um, absolute Stockholm syndrome from Stupid Love because. I was like, I, I it came out. Again, I, both abusive terms, but continue. Stockholm syndrome, edging, and breadcrumbing are all the same thing, <laughs> and they're all themes of the chromatica universe. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, so, so uh, when it first leaked, I was like, okay, as as it's recorded from this podcast, I, I say this is going to change the world. I love this track. Bernie's going to win, et cetera, et cetera. Right. I've never and been I, so and wrong. I joined you there. I joined <laughs> yes. you there from my, you know, d- from my job, just like elated, tweeting at a desk. And it was such was a joy. Good. And then it took a month for it to officially come out. I'm getting sick. I'm getting ill yeah. from hearing it in my, like... Biden's slowly Biden's state inching. By state. Yeah, yeah, the DNC is you know yeah, doing what they do, and yeah, and everyone's right. getting sick. Whoa. And you're like, okay, okay. Uh, all I ever wanted was love, though. Remember that. And, and then, then it keeps, and then it's like another month. Then the music video, and it's like, okay, yeah, I'm, I've like, been listening okay. to this song for three months. And I'm gonna die, I'm and then like finally, like a new I. I was listening to it last week before rain on me. And I was like, wait, what if I absolutely fucking hate this song? Like what if I've been, I'm listening to it so much and it's like, just reminding me of all the other Lady Gaga songs that I don't have. And that I'm like being like dangled in front of me. Like just wait a little longer, just wait a little longer, you little piggy. And, <laughs> and then, um, but today I did get my big release, I guess, because of Rain on Me. But I was starting to get very upset, and I was starting to see Stupid Love as like a taunt. Yeah. yeah. Does that make any sense, or am I absolutely insane? Or- no, it's making sense. <laughs> George just it's hung up. <laughs> I, well, I I do have this theory that like anybody who like is at all interested in Lady Gaga is like really hardcore psychologically invested in like the 2010s not being a total fluke that is exactly what it is yeah it's like you're it's just faith or hope that like this decade was not a total ruse and you know that is exactly what it is yes i agree with that yeah and it's like really painful and charged and intense but that i think is why people are so happy that she did something right you know and that everything aligned the right way. And she did, she took the biggest pop star outside, you know, like she took Ariana and put her in and like the lighting's good, you know, it's, and it's like everything I believed in is not totally a loss. You know? <laughs> Can I, I, I just want to say, I, I want to raise a, a slightly opposite point, which is that there is a certain sadness I feel about it because Oh, it yeah. is. It is like. 
it is gesturing towards that time. It is gesturing towards the kind of happiness you you felt as a young uh, uh, person listening to Bad Romance or uh, or whatever. But it doesn't reach that height. Mm-mm. So then that almost in in some way is almost sadder than not getting there at all. Because it's like, well, it's well, like you have to, yeah, go ahead. It's like a roller coaster where only the, it can't go as high as the first drop. Yeah. I mean, I, I, but I also have come to not expect that from her since maybe that song. And yeah, we've been breadcrumbed to death. <laughs> edged. Yeah, edged. <laughs> edged to we, thought death. We, nev- we thought we were never going to get that bread. Yeah. And then we edged our way out of it. <laughs> we just we got a big loaf. Using <laughs> everything. Yeah, but I think, well, this is what I'm, I don't know why I'm buying into the like Pied Piper of Chromatica is, is the whole story around like, she had a breakdown around being whatever that thing was that makes you feel like the initial joy of like the 2010s or bad romance or something. And, and then the way, I don't know, you can really like project a lot onto like a pop cultural figure that big. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Not many people would say that, but yeah, there's a lot. <laughs> there's a lot you can do there. Um, but any, I don't know. Anyway, I like that the whole thing is like I was. I I like any pop music that's like I've been absolutely de- emotionally devastated and wrecked to the ground, and here's a, a functional beat to put it on. You know, mm. I, I I like that almost any time. So I like that this album's about that, or it's supposed to be. So and when I the... need this, <laughs> <laughs> and I need this. Yeah, that's. I do feel that way. I feel like I need this. I feel like I deserve this. I feel like I put the song out. Does that make any sense? Like yeah, I feel it like it's my song. It does and feel I... like you put it out. It does. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and that's how it's supposed to feel. I think you're wondering how it's charting. You're wondering how it's doing. Yeah, I, I literally I'm liking her Instagram posts. I'm liking the tweets. Some I think I retweeted once. Like I, I I'm pretending like this matters in a way yeah, that we- is so sad when you actually think <laughs> about it. I don't know what no, is wrong I, with me. Well, to me, it's like so sad. It's really funny. I mean, I'm in <laughs> the way that I'm like engaging with it. To me, it's like so hard. I mean, m- much of what. I- is fun for me is like, this is so twisted that this is making me laugh that to invest in this is, is a clear sign of something else. Yeah, <laughs> and that's <I> funny. <laughs> it's dark. It's dark. I think a week ago, I really wanted to tweet like that. I And I was like, obviously, you know, suicide is not funny, but I genuinely felt like if this song is bad, I don't know what I will live for. <laughs> it is. Well, there, it just has been disappointment after disappointment under um, bizarre conditions. And it's like, yeah, we need a four on the floor. We need to feel okay. And we need a stat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, doctor imagery coming to mind. <laughs> Ooh. I mean, that's relevant to our podcast even. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> so this is crazy that this is um, a podcast about straight culture. Uh, yeah. Well, I mm, was yeah. thinking about that when we started because I was like, okay, we're going to talk about Lady Gaga. But I also thought – 
you know, there's an argument to be made that Lady Gaga is a gay icon to for straight people to understand gay culture. Okay, a bomb literally just got <laughs> dropped. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh, like what's you know, someone looking outside looking in, what's queer culture? I don't know, Lady Gaga. Yeah, she's know? cross-eyed. Yeah. She's looking both out and in. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I find that weird because I'm like, when people are like, like if someone assumes I like Lady Gaga, it's like, shut up. Like, of course I, and then like, but obviously also it's like, well, of course I love her. Like, but don't assume yeah. I do. Like I, I earned yeah. it. I work hard at this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't, yeah. Well, that's just a thought I had about how to like shoehorn it into the pod. But I think that is a case to be made. Well, I, I think know. it's what genius. Think? George, what do you think? <laughs> I am like, I'm struggling to articulate how I feel because I don't unfortunately share this elation that you're both expressing. I don't and know if I have elation really. I'm like, and I want George? to, I want to be there and there. I, I, I like want to just fully let myself participate in it, but there's something so melancholic about like, the release of this song. Uh-oh, you I know when he throws around melancholic, he means business. No, I, I would agree with you, though. I don't think this is like... I would I would to- I want to hear more on that. I'm, I'm like, I wonder, I wonder what it would take to satisfy me, you know? I yeah, mean, well, that's another thing. And that's another there, thing. And that's another thing. <laughs> Add that to the list. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, talk us through it. Talk us through it. I guess I just like don't know if I believe in pop music as much as I once did. Yeah. Well, I think even in having fun with this, there's the quiet knowing that I feel the same way. (laughs) I mean, it's like if if the music industry is a hellhole of abuse and like awful people... then is it enough to every now and then get some person, some woman to be like, to feel temporarily performatively empowered for my own enjoyment? And then I'm like, well, worth it. One could argue how genuine or not genuine that all is. I'm sure there's plenty of people who would, but no, I mean, I think it's a hundred percent genuine. I'm, I'm in no way calling her inauthentic. Also, we need to nip this in the bud. I'm, I'm in no way calling her <laughs> like not genuine or not authentic. Um, I, I think like part of the, part of the happiness, part, part of the joy of something like, um, of something like Lady Gaga's music is that it is tinged with a bit of like sadness and, you know, a bit of kind of like nodding to things that are like more dark. And I understand that. And there are moments when the darkness like overcomes and then I feel that more than the joy is what I'm trying to say. Does that make sense? The darkness of her? The darkness that is the undercurrent of her music and of all pop music. Right. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's a good point. I think. But you know what? That might just be because I'm in a bad mood. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, and you have to take that into account from a cultural level and from a social level and a pop pop music level. We definitely need to like disclose that up top because like now your whole analysis is kind of like, like, can we even trust it? Like, yeah, yeah. No, you definitely can. No, but I think we can because I think, I think any reaction under lockdown to this song is valid. (laughs) Yeah. All, (laughs) 
You know how there's no ethical consumption under capitalism? There is only ethical reaction under lockdown. Wow. Yeah, I kind of feel that's true to be, but that's what's dangerous about that is everyone's sort of acting on their, you know, uh, what'd you say? <laughs> what's up? Acting on, I said ethical reactions. <laughs> yeah. You're ethical. saying everyone's like feels liberated to not at all uh, think before they act or speak. Be speak. Yeah. Yes. Because yeah. there's nothing to do but scream. <laughs> right. So. I think people are really doing that. And you I'm like, thank God this, one more thing I was going to say, I was like, thank yeah. God this song is not happy or yeah. else it would have been a disaster in the Twitter sphere. I think. I completely agree. Um, and it's also, I think we're in a point where the things being released now are all obviously things that were, and by things, I mean like any kind of visual, uh, piece of culture. It's all things that were recorded or filmed you know, progressively closer and closer to when this all happened. And it almost feels like we are, every time a new thing is released, we are then slowly running out of new things that are at some point going to come out. And then it's only going to be like some weird web series on Zoom. Yeah. 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 It's a, it's a um, non-renewable resource. Is that the word? That's exactly what it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, come on, eighth grade. What was that word? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is tough to confront. Well, that's what I mean about like, oh, um, I've pinged the song into every part of my frontal lobe in the span of 12 hours. And now I'm ready for that lobe to be removed from my brain and continue on with whatever happens next. <laughs> and what, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's getting, it's getting strange. <laughs> Yeah. So let's take that in. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, I'm. Should we do yeah. our first segment? Or? Yeah, let's do our first segment. <laughs> we haven't How's done that? our first segment yet. No, no, no. We're actually cutting everything that we just said. That was just kind of so that we could sort again, of see where we're so at. Again, okay. I'm starting to feel this is personal. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay. Hey, by the way, Ames, could you um record next week? Um, we're having a three-hour yeah. recording. <laughs> this is breadcrumbing, <laughs> plain and simple. This is podcast edging. <laughs> it, it just recording a series of episodes without ever releasing any of them. Yeah, I mean that's the dream, and having each one be more emotionally draining than the last. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, so Amy, you know the drill. Our first Do episode, I? our first segment is called Straight Shooters. We um, investigate how much you know about straight culture through you answering a series of rapid fire questions. And are you ready to begin? Yes. Okay. Hamilton the musical or Hamilton the real life historical figure? Hamilton the musical. Dilbert or Kathy? Kathy. Is this just um what's straighter? You're not allowed to be yeah, You're to overthinking answer. it. You're really okay, okay. overthinking okay. it. Wow. Cereal. <laughs> wow. Or granola. Cereal. Let's yeah. Cereal. Snap, crackle, pop, or zip, zap, zop? Zip zap zop. The kind of Symbolic implications of a window or the symbolic implications of a door? Door. Teacher or professor? 
teacher? United Airlines or the United States of America? Ah, oh, that's hard. Yeah. Yeah, this one stumps a lot of people. <laughs> Keep in um, mind, there is a right and a wrong. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm going to go... Oh, my God. Well, I'm going to... USA, I guess. Oh, so close. So close. Wait, what? <laughs> I was going to say United... Wait, can I argue it? Oh, man. I was going to say I was going to go... You know what? For We'll do an exception and let you argue it. Sam, do you have one more? <laughs> I have one more. Okay. Um, Costanza? Yeah. <laughs> okay, correct. Wait, your score is 6.27. Which is really, really good. Oh, if you're saying I got a D in quarantine? You're no, trying to tell me that? Literally, like letters, that's not part of this. But that's not now what we do here. <laughs> I do want you to argue why, between United Airlines and the United States of America, you picked the United States of America. Well, you you are evading the details of this game, which is am I deciding what is straighter or not? Okay, but oh, again, okay. we're gonna throw that question back at you <laughs> okay. and say, why did you choose? Okay. <laughs> oh. Wow. Well, without any quantifiable information before me, I will say that I wanted to answer in a sort of forward thinking, progressively minded vision of the country, which is a pretty big, pretty powerful of me to do at a time like this, which is to imagine that the United States of America would somehow be less straight somehow in the future and go United Airlines because it's got to be the straightest of the airlines. Um, mm, interesting and just problems you know so we, each, we we can we can each say how we interpreted this question for me united airlines versus united states of america is a classic private versus public sector oh okay and so that's a part of this just want to go on record no i only for this question and only for my answer okay yeah okay yeah well, and um and, you know, you would think, okay, George, you're a progressive guy. Why would you choose, you know, you're kind of a famous um, political activist. Why would you choose the private sector over the public sector? And it is because, um, because you know what? I don't like this administration. Wow. Wow. That's really wow. amazing for you to come out and say come that. Come forward with that right now. That's yeah. amazing. You're putting our podcast and, in and danger, but I love so that. Bad. Things are so bad that I'm like, actually, maybe we George. should be looking at private companies. <gasps> George. George. Did you realize what you're saying? Do you? Damn. I guess I never thought about it like wow. that. <laughs> okay, Sam, what would you have chosen? Um... In United States or United Airlines? Yeah, United the the famous Supreme Court case, United States versus United <laughs> versus Airlines. United Airlines. <laughs> and um, this was seminal. Yeah, well, this was um, Ruth Bader Ginsburg's first case where she famously wrote her defense, where she was like, um, she was like, it is if you're a duck. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why I stan RBG. <laughs> Always have, always will have little mugs and earrings and teacups and little erasers. All RBG all the time, baby. 
let's get a woman in a house. Put the house. Here's my new thing. Here's my new thing. Let's let's just say. Let's just generalize. Let's get a woman in a house. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. It's when you reframe it that way, then it seems like we are so much closer because there yes. are so many at any There's given so time. There's so many women in houses at this moment. So many women in houses. I mean, in many different kinds of houses, in apartments, in barns. Yeah. And yes. to say that one could not be in another house at some point in the future in history is absolutely preposterous. Well, the idea that we want to get a specific woman in a specific house reeks to me of elitism. I mean, who gets to decide which woman? It's like, what if it was a collective struggle where various people were in houses? And George, I just want to say, I really appreciate your inclusive language of including barn women. You know, (laughs) so often we hear about houses and we hear about apartments but rarely do we hear about these women that live in barns this is so powerful for our podcast to draw attention to (laughs) there has literally never been a barn woman uh senator governor ceo (laughs) and they're out there don't get me started on tech Oh, it's like, you know, they don't start it they're always they never rise to the c-suite they're always like mid-level managers yeah and then and then they have a meeting with the boss and he's like, This isn't about the barn. <laughs> and it's not about you. You just women. have to sit there and say, Okay, sure. Like I haven't heard this a sure. hundred times. Right. In right. my career. In my career as a woman. In my career. As a tech woman. As a tech as barn, a barn, a barn woman, woman in tech. In tech. <laughs> 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 and you know what? If I in our podcast if we if we can even make one barn woman feel like maybe she can aim higher yeah yeah so i guess i want to say bye bye to mix emma as our ideal listener and hello barn woman barn woman mix Mix emma is our ideal listener she's a bard graduate (laughs) and she's constantly mix emma emma pronouns are she and them yeah she they and she's always making soup um well it's well, interesting it's interesting initially mix emma was always making an allison roman stew but now that oh. allison roman is a canceled and b in fact on leave um <laughs> from the new york i Times knew Reformer. i knew without a shadow of a doubt you would you george would bring bring that up well we've talked about allison roman now in i think two or three episodes yeah i there was one up where i pretended to know who she was and i had no idea but no one called it out I came out um, last episode as a never. Yeah, it was weird. In fact, Sam, by faking it, actually knew more about her than I did. (laughs) (laughs) And that's how you do it. I actually didn't know anything about Alison Roman. I was just kind of like, oh, is she a barn woman? (laughs) She's not. If not, I don't want to hear about it. I have a thing. I have a question that I feel like might work for this particular episode. You should ask. And then I I also have a follow-up. Go on. We had a segment once with Celeste called She's Just Not There Yet. And I was wondering, uh, you know, the example we gave was Janelle Monet, And we, we want people to be icons, stars. And Janelle Monet, she's just not there yet. Oh, and it's wow. like, like, we want her to be there, but she's just not there But does there she want to be there? But does she want to be there? Wow. You know what, Amy? She does. She really wants to be there. I, um, yeah, I guess you're right. I guess so you're right. I guess in the vein of that segment, is Lady Gaga there yet? Oh yeah, Ooh, yeah. I will I say mean, yeah. I'm sorry, she's already done 
too much to go back from here, even if she absolutely face plants with this album. I no, mean, it, it, yeah. it's almost in her failure that she's transcended into a legend, I think. That's genius, genius, <laughs> genius. Uh, <laughs> it's so, yeah. I mean, yeah, I think, I mean, I think, yeah, I don't know. And maybe it, it maybe this is just like indicative of maybe a decade long where like she, her and just a few other women mostly made up pop culture and we haven't had like much or we've had a lot, but it's only been a couple of people. So like, I think her body of work, you know, puts her in that category. I think she's there. So her cat, this, this segment then is called, yeah, she's there. there. (laughs) What about, okay. Alison Roman. Hmm. Why I just I I I had like a really intuitive feeling that you both were going to ask me about Allison Roman when I didn't want to talk about it. <laughs> I just knew I woke up this morning and I was like, I know we're talking about Rain on Me, but they're going to ask me about Allison Roman, and we've never talked about Allison Roman before. No, I just no, we knew, not. You know, intuitively it was going to come up. And yet you're evading the question. <laughs> you're, yeah, you're, well, you're edging us. It's amazing that you would kind of gaslit a woman at this time in history <laughs> and sort of change the rules of everything and pin me into a corner. And Even as like, you're saying that, I can I can tell from your voice you're, you don't believe it. Yeah. Okay, once again, this check out the move the film Gaslight, maybe the idea will sweep in. <laughs> Oh, Black if it's a film, sure. I love yeah. that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we, we love film. Oh, absolutely. Can't get enough. We, we love, love we love film. Oh, film like movies? I love yeah. those things. Oh, like pictures. You know, oh, picture the pic the talkies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is one of those talkies. Yeah. Well, so Amy. Have you ever cooked a recipe from Allison Roman? Uh. What do you want out of this? What do you what, want? What this is, is Frost it? Nixon right now. It suddenly has become Frost Nixon. What are you trying to get? That I'm a bad person? That I did something <laughs> bad to the American public? I didn't. <laughs> I'm not sure which one is bad. Cooking or not cooking? <laughs> um, I, I got to say, when this happened... This podcast? I, uh, no, the whole... <sighs> Yeah, when it yeah, Amy, when it happened. Shut up, George. <laughs> it's easy to get me. Um, <laughs> yeah, I made I made a thing or two. Okay. Oh, okay. What about you? This is well. Pre- I've already said I've said it publicly. You know what? I don't give a fuck. I've said <laughs> it publicly. I have made many Alice and Roman recipes, okay. and in fact, and this I don't know if I actually said this in our previous recording. I coincidentally ate one the night that story broke. Unreal. Unreal. And how how could you swallow that? Figuratively. With pride. Wow. Mm. wow. And here's what else I'll say. I really don't God. like Allison Roman. Really? <laughs> Is that true? I just, again, woke up this morning, poured myself <laughs> my coffee. I was like, they're going to talk about Allison Roman. Here's the thing with Allison <laughs> Roman, which I find so... Um, I, I like what she brings out in me because, and I'll, I'll tell you why. 
because I find her brand to be so frustrating and annoying. I think I would not, you know, I, I don't like watching her videos. However, somehow with her, I have the maturity to be like, but I like these recipes. So you're separating the art from the artist. I'm separating the art from the artist. Something and I never, I, I, I'm never, I usually am not able to do that. Hmm. Huh. Yeah, I only do it with Allison Roman and Woody Allen. Yeah, and I think it, it, where else do you need to go from there? You know, because you, you have the... to admit Blue Jasmine. I yeah. never saw. What do you think Blue no, Jasmine would be like if instead of Kate Blanchett, it was Allison Roman, Roman in the lead role? I mean, I would say, was Twitter happening when that movie came out? It was like twenty thirteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say that was a that would be a like almost a Twitter production. <laughs> I think it would be a visual feast. <laughs> yeah. It's just like <gasps> she's a cook. Come on. <laughs> yeah, That's genius. The- People that- are going to write about that riff in Vulture. Damn. Fuck. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> um so what else so- do you want to know? Okay. <laughs> Okay. Um, this literally isn't like a pop culture necessarily podcast. And I don't know. I don't really like. Let's not. Let's let's drop it. I'm sorry. Like it's no, no, don't don't apologize ever for being you. You are gorgeous. You are beautiful. And you were born this way. He brought but then back. where do we go? Like, Wait, what were you going to say? Do you have a – were you about to pivot, Sam? Well, I, w- I wanted to pivot, but what was in my mind was another pop culture thing, and that felt What is bad. it? Bring it up. Okay, that what if so you literally bad? say it, and then we're not allowed to address it? Just – you have to put it out there. Okay. Lana Del Rey. <gasps> oh, God. Yeah, I knew all the white women discourse was just going to, like, come surging my way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just – it's not been it's not been the best week, you know. It's not been the best week. Not the best week for the for the community. Which is crazy because the last like month or so have been incredible. Oh, it's been a really good couple of decades. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I would say a long time has been pretty good. Well, starting with Ruth Bader Ginsburg all the way to Barn Women and, and the way RPG <laughs> would be absolutely ashamed if she saw the state of things right now. And Do yeah. Do you guys think, is there a time when things were good? I, I want to really say good. yes. <laughs> or is it say, all made up? This like, is, is the, the concept great question. Of good fake? <laughs> this is why we are concerned with Lady Gaga, this very question. Was it ever good? I mean, <laughs> I wow. think Sam's question is the concept of good fake. Is That's what Beautiful. her memoir should be called. Yeah. Is the concept of good fake? <laughs> because it's not prescriptive. I mean, even if it's fake... Who, ca- Who okay. cares? Who yeah, cares? All right. Doesn't mean it's good or bad. Something yeah. can be fake and be good. Like, right. um, art uh, pop could mean anything. Yeah, art pop could mean anything. S- some fake things are good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, my yeah. I'm a big. I, I enjoy that. I really like fake things can be good. Something I've always felt. Anyway, uh, I'm getting a lobotomy Friday. <laughs> why that's today <laughs> right did you say you're having a bottomy friday lobotomy. no low bottom oh lobotomy <laughs> okay there's something you, there okay wait <laughs> imagine having like holding a glass of white wine maybe yeah. you're in like tuscany right yeah. and then and you're like Sweet with your girls like, I... <laughs> i'm imagining rita wilson yeah you're, yeah and you're with your girls and you're like 
you're like maybe a samantha mood comes over you and you're like oh i'm having a bottomy friday i'll tell you that much <laughs> i see that's what you thought i was saying that's no, what george said he thought you were saying I'm, I'm having a bottomy friday <laughs> we'll be illuminating how george perceives me then <laughs> if george thinks i'd say something like that do you think we should start having uh in the same way that we have taco tuesday during lockdown there should be lobotomy friday <laughs> yes I, I i've had one every week since it started Me too. and i it's so good you know when, move on when you can put a word to it then that makes it okay remove yeah. your frontal <laughs> lobe <laughs> move on it'll only cause you pain you have consciousness forget everything you've ever loved Scream. <laughs> Rain on me. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I miss? This is something I miss when like people bought stuff on iTunes because I remember loving people saying like, buy Joanne on iTunes. Like I remember that as like a catchphrase and me being like, that is so funny. Wait, do you, do you not feel like it's as powerful or impactful to say stream it on Spotify? I think it means nothing. You don't yeah. feel that in the, like I purchased something I'm giving the artist money. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It feels less. It's, it's more air to uh, buying on iTunes is water. If you will. Whoa. <laughs> wow. Powerful. Okay. But we also, I mean, you're dragon ball Z. <laughs> I know I've been watching uh, avatar this week. So oh, that's really? what I meant. Yeah. At. Yeah. <laughs> I do need things to watch if anybody cares. <laughs> hey, uh, listeners, if you can hear this, uh, Amy needs need something to watch. watch. <laughs> yeah. Um, the emotional part of my brain still activated, still needs something. Front of, front gone. Wait, do you believe in emotional intelligence? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah same. Okay, 100%. let's move on. What okay, were wait, say, is our topic, wait, is our topic music? I think our topic is uh, it, the music industry. Or is our topic time? Wow. I would love it for it to be time. Let's do time. <laughs> I'd love for it to be time. <laughs> I would say this, uh, this whole conversation has to do with time. Do you believe in other dimensions like Donnie yes. Darko? Yeah, yeah 100%. Oh, wait a second. Does it have to be like Donnie Darko, or do I believe? Like, you literally believe Donnie Darko is a documentary? <laughs> I haven't seen Donnie Darko since I was in a really dark place. And okay, or maybe you're life. actually currently watching it in a different dimension. Okay. Wow, the Donnie okay. Darko dimension. Donnie Darko. It's like, <laughs> what was the point of Interstellar? We already have Donnie Darko. Um, Donnie Darko. I didn't see Interstellar. Well, you don't need to. Honestly, you should see it. It's kind of essential. Okay. Okay. <laughs> divided. Divided. We fall. <laughs> One cool thing about me is I genuinely loved the movie Interstellar. You I know what? Here's fair. the thing. I'll, I'll admit it. I was. I was. I was more so doing. Um, attempting to to grasp at straws to be funny, and I actually also did enjoy the movie Interstellar. <laughs> Okay. The truth comes out. I've been getting really into kind of just this genre that's my own personal genre of movies I've overlooked that are like kind of seem gravely serious in content that I'm now. Wait, I, like which one? 
Uh, I would call it like Interstellar, one of those movies where it's like, what are they doing up there? <laughs> and it, Oh my God, there are so many movies that fall under the umbrella of what are they doing yeah, up there? That's, I'm trying to watch those right now. So if anyone's listening and wants to send me Rex, <laughs> what are they doing up there? I would love to watch those movies. So um, time. Yeah, I love that we've settled on time as our topic. <laughs> what is straight about time? Well, there's a straight conception of time and a queer conception of time. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, for me, off that. the top of my head, the linearity. Yeah. <laughs> I would say the straightness of it. I mean, imagine th- you literally can't get any more straight than a straight line. Have you ever seen a, t- a, a, you know, a timeline? Yeah, my God. It's like, okay, Mr. and Mrs. Smith. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, that checks out. So, so when you time travel... Uh-huh. That's inherently that clear. Is, yeah. Yeah, but but there's also like, you know, um there are two types of time. Like there's time that's linear and then there's also like uh the general concept of time. Like um like in Greek it's like the difference between Kronos and Kairos. <laughs> What's Kairos? I'm lost. Like think of an era or think of like the general concept of time or like um like an era? Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Kind of. Now that's a language I can understand. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, so there's two kinds of time. One is quantifiable, and the other has to do with just kind of like what different eras various um, pop stars have. Yeah. Okay, I have a question. Eras and pop, that's, okay, yeah. When... I'm jumping around, and I'm so sorry to any listeners who are absolutely fucking pissed at me. You're allowed? That's Kairos. Okay. Um, That's Kairos, okay. When was the moment where you were like, okay, wait, I guess I have to follow Lady Gaga till the end of my life? When was the point where you were like, I'm going to care about every single single from now on, and I'm going to get excited, and it's going to like be painful, but I'm, I'm just going to keep going? Um, again, this is something I couldn't choose. <laughs> That's true. Born um, this way. <laughs> sort of. Yeah, because I think for, I mean, for a long time, I didn't talk about enjoying Lady Gaga to anyone because I realized the lack of foresight. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I didn't want to share it with anyone that I enjoyed her. But I would say the first time I ever saw her, which was, um, I mean, I, I was a pretty early what's it called? Early adapter, adopter, adopter, <laughs> early adopter. Um, she made like a short film when she was doing like the Grace Jones thing in like 2000, whatever, 2009, eight, nine. And she made like a crazy short film I saw on the internet. And I was like, who the fuck is this? I love this. And then, yep, that's when. And, Whoa. um, wow. I haven't been like, that's as long as I've known of her, but, it's been, as you can attest to, Sam, real up and down relationship. Yes. There's a lot of pain. Mm-hmm. But I haven't, like, I don't know. I don't know if I identify as, like, a little monster. But I guess that's kind of what it is. <laughs> okay, wait, to, like, I a- follow her since then? I don't know. It sounds a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> um. Just just to gauge how okay, I want to know how you felt when is this boring? George, tell me if this is boring. It's on you to tell me if this is boring. No, I'm just I'm thinking of like the most joy I have felt with her has been like I 
and I'm not saying this is my favorite song or favorite video, but like when I think about like the first time I watched the Alejandro video, that was when I, I think that was the the most, the highest she has been in my, the highest esteem. What is the verb of esteem? The highest I've thought of her. Yeah, it was the Alejandro video. But then I would say a similar thing to that, but like flipped on its head is the GUI video where it was like, okay, you're actually, this is, you're a clown, (laughs) but like, but it's, but, but in a way that's good. Like the earnestness is undeniable. It's like, those are the two poles almost is Alejandro and GUI. And I think that's why GUI was so, well, yeah. And the, Chromatica arc, actually splits the, the moral difference. arc of the yeah. universe bends from Alejandro to GUI. Yeah. Wow. And that um, was Ruth a Peter Ginsburg said that. Peter. Sorry. Yeah. But I, but I think those are, for me are even, and I'm not saying they're my two favorite songs or anything, but when I think of the peaks of my understanding of her, it is that as it is those two. Yeah, I think the first two albums, she was so like legitimately like cool and seemed like cutting edge. And it was like, wow, how can someone cutting edge be so popular? This is amazing. She did it. Right. And then it was like, we quickly found out like that she was really, really lame and silly and stupid. And then, do you think though that like just dance is cutting edge? I think her looks were. I think like, yeah, like the aesthetic was really like groundbreaking for the time, I feel. I guess, yeah, I guess, like, Fame Monster, yeah. Uh, Yeah, I liked Fame Monster. Yeah. yeah. And then it was like, oh, she's really silly. And then it was like, well, I don't like her, she's silly. And now we've come around and it's like, wait, it's amazing that she's both. Like, she can be sort of cool and she's extremely silly. I, I don't think I invest any amount of coolness in the way I did when I first discovered her. It's like... I want to celebrate her real her earnestness. Yeah. Because I'm sick of this shit. <laughs> Cuz I'm sick of all this shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think that's a good segment. I'm sick of all this shit. I'm sick of all this shit. <laughs> yeah, everybody being callous and intellectual. I'm just like, Ugh, I'm sick of this shit. I'm sick of this shit. <laughs> Pause up if you're sick of this shit. <laughs> exactly. I'm sick of like Okay, I'm sick of this shit like I'm sick of like people on Twitter being like 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 just like critical at all it's like write a damn essay babe like if you were gonna be critical like be critical like don't fucking tweet i'm sick of this shit wow george George, how do you feel are you sick of this shit something i am absolutely sick of this shit i mean no i'm i i I am i'm trying to like i'm trying to like find the words to i mean i think it's almost like you know, like the concept of a marketplace of ideas. Yeah, of, <laughs> like of course I know that. <laughs> like that's bad. Yeah, I hate that because ideas should not be in a marketplace. No, Queen. <laughs> no, that's for you know products or kind of crafts. Yeah, or, or, or maybe like service, service market, maybe services, services. That's a, that well, should be in a marketplace. a marketplace. You know, it's like imagine going somewhere and being like, oh what are you selling and it's like ideas <laughs> <laughs> yeah and it's like okay i've had those why right <laughs> why take I've, had the, I've had many of those already I've and i hate a couple of those yeah, yeah i hated that process <laughs> getting a lobotomy friday so 
<laughs> right, so to why be, should I buy yours? To be inundated by the marketplace of ideas on Lobotomy Friday. <laughs> now that's something I can't toast to. Right. No. I mean, it's like someone offering you um, some kind of food when you're fasting for Easter or, yeah. or whatever else you might celebrate. That's just coming from my so own people experience. Fast for, people Orthodox fast for Easter? American. Well, in in Greek in Greek Orthodox uh, cool. religion, go Finally, off. a little bit of fasting in another religion, <laughs> right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Finally, a little bit of fasting when I need it, <laughs> when I need to hear about it. <laughs> Spiritual, yeah. Fasting. So, I, what's I'm everyone's relationship with food? I'm kidding. No, 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 so no. so what's everyone's relationship no, with God? Let me be clear: you <laughs> must you must eat, you must carb up. I'm anti not, and you eating. must believe in God. And you must believe in you must believe in something. Oh, oh, that's a great point. Actually, I've talked to another friend about like enjoying Lady Gaga is also like a painful need to believe in God or something. It's like connected to wanting to have faith in something. Not as her as a god, but like just having faith in her pop stardom is like okay. So what's going on with your belief systems? Well, it's yeah, it, no, it's true. I mean, it's also because. There was its thwarted potential almost. Like even if you trace her, um, you trace cover. her rise, and it's like, <laughs> and it's like she started gaining traction right before the recession hit. I brought this up. I was like, could Lady Gaga exist? Did we talk about this, George? No. Was it with you? I was like, could Lady Gaga exist without the recession? And it's like, no. No, wait, no, I love this. This is an essay. Wait, yeah. I don't get it though. It's an essay that I don't get. <laughs> <laughs> it's smart. I love it. I think it's genius. I do not get it. <laughs> I think she just came onto the scene at a point of such. I mean, now it seems like you know, a Barlam and Bailey, Bailey Circus or something. But like <laughs> at the time, there was just such, so. okay. That you saying that made me be like, wait, is Amy a barn woman? <laughs> <laughs> I take to the Supreme Court. <laughs> Our moment. Um, no, it was, I think she, at that time, it seemed really not pretty stark. I mean, it was like post 9-11, pre-Obama. I mean, like 2008, 2009, like right at the start of Obama, I guess. And yeah. it's like, you know, we were like really, I don't know. I just, in the recession, I just think it was like this like, bizarre surreal glamorous imagery was like very enticing to people and they didn't want daughtry <laughs> as much as popular no, it's as true. they were i mean that's the thing not want daughtry. she brought back a certain um she made trying cool again yeah and that's her yeah. whole point and it's like it's like i know people don't like that <laughs> I know people don't like trying or making it cool, <laughs> but um, that's her whole thing. So I get it if if it's like really annoying. I'll be the first to admit, but it's like I, I enjoy her trying because well, it reminds I think me. That I'm was probably trying. the most impactful thing of all was her bringing back trying. I mean, even if you track the ways that um, the red carpet has evolved since Lady Gaga. Everything. I mean, tours, music videos. I mean, I think it's aesthetically now it started to shift, but like, think of everybody after she happened. I mean, everybody was like in bubblegum pink heelless shoes and like, you know, like white lipstick and just like there was lots of crazy 
I mean, like, could Katy Perry, like, Katy Perry, I don't know. It's just like a lot. Just a lot. This is our, this is our sincerity era of Stradiolab, I would say. Were you not sincere yeah. before? Pockets no, of sincerity. there's pockets, but we were pretty, uh, I think actively kind of like steered away from it. Well, the sincerity is so overpowering that we have to deflect. <laughs> I don't think that's true. I think I, I don't think that's true. Okay. Okay, drag yeah. us. <laughs> no, dragging. <laughs> no, I was encouraging. No, no, absolutely attack us on our own podcast. Okay. <laughs> like George, hit delete on this one. <laughs> yes, I I've already hit it. <laughs> <laughs> this is all a facade. Um, I don't know how should we like do our final say? Oh my god, are you fucking kidding me? Is how that cr- we even- oh, we've been, been recording like- for um, an hour and seventeen minutes? Oh yeah. my god. Well, we had a we lot should to probably do our last segment, huh? Okay, so first of all, before we do our last segment, I just want to say um, thank you to all the listeners for hearing this d- deep dive into the concept of time. Um, I hope uh, you feel like you understand straightness better because of this uh, smart podcast. Yeah. And also, bye. Rain on me on iTunes. TBT. Remember when we used to say stuff like that? Happy Lobotomy Friday. <laughs> I love my girls and I love my squad. Um, Wait, I have a question. Why is everyone saying girlies? Girlies is just taking off. You know, girlies is having a moment. It's, it's taking off. But but why? Well, do you hate it? The I, last time honestly, I, felt, I love it. Like, mind I you, almost, George is in a mood. <laughs> I can, no, I can. Listen, I, I will be. I could easily be convinced to be on board with girlies. The last time I felt joy at a, at a piece of slang like that was and I hate to say it now because I now feel no joy when I hear this word. But when binge first came out, I liked binge I would, too. I liked. I binge. really liked binge, and it's really I sad upset. to see what happened. Yeah, <laughs> with her whole thing. Her <laughs> binge, I mean, binge was I a full she, icon. She even like she even I would say, and you know what? She speaking of people who are there yet, she was there at her peak. She, she was, was there. absolutely there. Should we do the final seg? Yeah. Because if I can be completely honest, I have to pee so bad. Yeah, oh no, I, that's absolutely something that I also am experiencing. And also, I have noticed over the past maybe five minutes that there is a delay on my mic suddenly. And I and you guys are replying way too late. <laughs> Uh-oh, this is going to be tough. Okay. Is it my turn to go first? Yes. Okay. <clears throat> Hey listeners, I just want to give a quick shout out to the concept of big tech companies. I was sitting down the other day before Lobotomy Friday when I was absolutely thinking up a storm, and it occurred to me that the only companies that are going to survive lockdown and quarantine are giant tech companies that are, first of all, huge, and second of all, um, able to continue their businesses because they happen online rather than in the real world. And I think that is just literally the best thing I've ever thought could happen to our world and i can't wait to get out of all of this and in the other side have a world that is controlled by five big companies google facebook amazon apple and um tiktok tiktok (laughs) shout out to tiktok uh and i cannot wait for all of my data to be sold back to me um just in variously like in various iterations that each have less 
to offer me than the last until I die and I'm buried. Woo! Beautiful. So this segment is shouting stuff out? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um. <laughs> After all of that. So wait. <laughs> yeah. Today we're doing a, a bad job. We're like introducing stuff like in opposite order because we're, we're trying to prove that we can queer time. time. Yeah. yeah. Well, but also, frankly, Amy, you've done this before. <laughs> Um, yeah, months ago, and I had so much on my plate, and you can't hold me to that kind of standard. I also, I distinctly remember, Sam, do you remember something out of the box that Amy did during her shout out? Yeah, I do. It was a moment. Let's not, let's not say I, that. I was really, uh, yeah, I, part of me, you know, the sadness that came over me when I heard we had to re-record it had to do with a, a bit we fell into that, that I was felt so very good. funny really funny but also you know i'm sure your listenership would have no idea what we were talking about I, there's almost a part of me that's like what if there's any way to splice it in we literally might put that bit in with no context and just put the bit in i put the bit why in. don't we do that why don't we say it now and now we'll put the bit in so you can listen okay to okay we're gonna do that okay i'm gonna okay. do my shout out now i'm ready okay, okay. go <laughs> What's up, listeners? Um, I just want to give a quick shout out to hats. At this point in quarantine, my hair is getting long, it's getting out of control, and I simply can't control it. That's what out of control means. Meanwhile, I've got hats out the wazoo, and baby, they're getting used this in this era. This is my hat era. I've heard of rain on me, but I have, heard, have you heard of hats? I'm wearing it. It's the only thing that keeps the hair out of my face. It's chic. It's fashionable. It's useful. And I wear it and I wear a mask and I'm completely invisible to everyone on the street, which feels fun. I love my hat and I hope you do too. XOXO, Sam. Woo! 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 Wow, I've heard of rain on me, but have you heard of hats? Hat on me? (laughs) Damn, that's actually smart. I'm not firing on all cylinders today. I mean, it, as we've said, it's Lobotomy Friday. It's lobo- yeah. Happy Lobotomy. Merry Lobotomy Friday. You say Merry Lobotomy Friday. You don't say Happy yeah, Lobotomy. Yeah, you don't say Happy. <laughs> That's how you're, like, you're really observing if you say Merry Lobotomy Friday. And then you are placed in front of a pond <laughs> yeah. for a couple hours. <laughs> the other day I read something like about a historical figure that was actually lobotomized and <laughs> And I was like, all right, like, that actually didn't used to happen. <laughs> That's oh, it's so awful. funny. Yeah, it's like really intense. I, I saw a movie. I saw a movie. Oh, <laughs> um, film. Whoa, a yeah. film. <laughs> yeah, the title is all back together. I did see a film and it was, it's about, I forget what it's called now, but it's about, it's a, it's about the guy who first um, sort of proselytized or started selling lobotomies to people. And it this unbel- the the stuff I learned made me intrigued. The cell lobotomies. Now talk about a marketplace. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. Amy, it's time for your um, big shout out. Okay. Okay. Knowing what we know now, I want to say a big shout out to the Amy from earlier that you just listened to. She Woo! had a joy. She had a joy <laughs> and a bon vivant that has since fled. And, um, I want to tell her that she's going to do great, that she was so full of life that day, and one day she will feel it again. And I want to say that 
Also, shout out to her for buying candles that would one day substitute a person maybe being in the vicinity. Um, and I want to say shout out also to... Um, I also want to reinforce a shout out to eating. I am a big proponent of it. And I wanted to reiterate once again, because I don't mess around with any notion that you should not eat. And I want big shout out to eating healthily and consciously big Ooh. shout out. Yeah. Big shout out to, um, finding, finding a sense of centeredness in this moment and a big shout out to vitamin D three, something I've been taking every day. Woo. Woo. Lots of shout outs there. But that was lovely. Shout-outs. That was really All great. Right. Wow. Um, I did want to say that we're probably going to queer time again. And I actually think we're going to play that bit um, after you know, the shout outs. I feel like that'll make more sense. Okay. Then I'll shout out again. Shout out to, <laughs> shout out to that woman I see before me. She is, <laughs> she is in the future, undeniable and undiminished. She is the moment. I want to say shout out to the clip that is in the future and not in the past, actually. Yeah. Yeah. We'll do... Um... We'll do a, a, a music cue now and then and then kind of a coda at the end. Yeah. And then it'll play and then I can say, and shout out to what just surpassed. <laughs> yeah, All yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. This is going to be, it's going to be the little women of podcasts. It's, uh, oh my know, God, it's so non- oh my How God. did we not even mention little women in our discussion of time? Well, there's no time. That's, yeah. <laughs> That's something we have to work on. There's a lot of stuff that, you know, kind of uh, tackles time that we didn't really talk about because we spent our time talking about. Which I think is important. In this time. In this time, specifically. Oh, wow. Yeah. And this is our, actually, this is a topical episode. So time. Yep. Once again, in there. In there. there, It's there. Oh, my God. This is overwhelming. It's overwhelming how good we are at podcasting. Yeah. I would say that. (laughs) <laughs> yeah i'm i'm radiating yeah yeah i'm radiating you know how i'm well. like you see me and i'm lit that's there's no light it's coming from within oh wow that's amazing yep. congrats by the way wow. thanks it's really annoying at night i like Your keep skin my does look really good also. yeah it looks incredible that's <laughs> also the, natural i've never used yeah, so sit with that we'll sit with that we'll sit with yeah. that yeah just sit with that um is that the end of our show you know what <clears throat> i think so Amy, thank you for being on our podcast. Um, hopefully this one gets out there. Amy, we'll see you next week, hon. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for dangling the carrot to you both. Uh, Amy, we haven't been recording, but thanks but, for doing the pod. Oh, dangy. Yeah. We forgot to record. <laughs> <laughs> this will be in my memoir. So thank you so much for having me. Okay. This was a real edging for me. This was a real edging. Okay. Wait, we're going to say goodbye, but Amy, don't hang up. Okay, bye. Yeah. Okay, bye. And a, um, shout out to Fleabag. Oh, yeah. Definitely shout out to our dear friend, Phoebe, Phoebe Waller-Bridge. We love you. love you. We think what you're doing is incredible. You've, yeah. you've grown Ernest, so much since we you. first met mm-hmm. and became friends. Uh, yeah. And we're really proud of you here at the pod. So it's thank really you. cool that she was one of the people in our circle that took off. Blasted off. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember her at Over the Eight, and I was like, wow, like, even she's doing something interesting, and I think it's working. And Yeah, there was a point there where I was like, it's not quite crushing. Like, it's not yeah. good yet. Yeah. But I could see the nugget of yeah. good, and it's just amazing that she's been able to kind of take that and run with it. And to, see, to think we saw her do the marshmallow bit 
at Vital Joint. At and Vital then, Joint, yeah. And then it became this whole other thing. It became huge. Yeah, she would do this character at open mics across Brooklyn. I remember what she, you're talking and, about. And you know yeah, what? Yeah, at Pinebox. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, no, it was, well, it started at Pinebox, but then she was banned. And <laughs> what happened and was- And I was, a, I was like, she, good. And I fine. was the person that <laughs> She's better than she'd that. be banned. Yeah. Um, we we had a disagreement about that, but yeah, yeah, we yeah. were past it. But it we ended both up. Cancers. I mean, it ended. <laughs> Are you a cancer? No, I, I am, am though. I know you're both cancers, oh. and so is PWB. <laughs> oh, oh wow! Yeah, I knew, that. I knew that. that. I knew that. I know too. Much. I had a joint birthday party with her. Um, with who? Oh, was that? Phoebe. Phoebe. Yeah, yeah. We had was, a joint birthday. Where was that? Um, it was. <laughs> It was at Good Room in Greenpoint. Yes, yeah, yeah, I remember yeah. that. So it was it was fun. Um, it was like, you know, she was starting to take off, and it was kind of like people thought it was like diva ish because I was also taking off at that point, and people kind of thought it was like diva ish to make them charge a cover for our birthday. But right. we were like, you know, we're kind like of at thirty dollars. Well, we're at a point like our career where like thirty dollars is like not that big it's nothing. deal. Right. Like just like pay and the it was cover. weird because you guys ended up keeping all that money. <laughs> It was, yeah, it and you the, didn't. It wasn't the venue that was charging it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was free that night. I remember. And I just remember thinking, like, okay, I mean, <laughs> Phoebe's doing well. Yeah, like, and Sam too. And it's like the bouncer. I was like, oh, here's thirty, and he was like, it's free tonight. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and then I remember you were right behind the bouncer, and your hand I, was just open. Right. Well, and no, Phoebe. I just remember Phoebe being like, take the money. Yeah, to the bouncer. Yeah. And she looked gorgeous. She did. She looked beautiful. Yeah, I looked good too that night. Yeah, too. you yeah. did. Yeah. Do you know what's interesting with Phoebe is that she, for the for as long as I've known her, does the thing where she turns to the camera like in Fleabag, but there <laughs> yeah. is no camera. Yeah. I definitely have to say when the camera was introduced to her life, that started making so much more sense. Yes. Exactly. And she did that at Over the Eight. Yeah. She did that at Over the Eight. Yeah. Well, that bit did not do well on stage because then people would be like, yeah, obviously you're talking yeah. to us. Like, we're the, the audience. The room is too green for it's this. Like, yeah. Like, it isn't. But then but then, when it's on TV, it is innovative. Right. <laughs> okay. Because if, that's, if you're on stage and then you're, like, asking something of the audience, like, yeah, they can answer. You yeah. know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And then when she did it at Annoyance, that clicked for me. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely, but, but you know, it's hard to tell because that room was just so warm. It's so the it juice. Like, yeah, and it was like, is she, is it actually working or is this just like people like, oh, it's yeah, weird, yeah. so I'm liking it, you yeah, know, like right. that's kind of how I felt about and it. And there was such a hierarchy. Um, But she, yeah, she's our friend. Yeah, we love is. her. I really do. So, I, so I guess that's the pod then. Yeah.